uh, suddenly all my stuff is going to happen on YouTube and it doesn't look like it's going to work either. So it's going to be an Instagram video today <laughs> and oh no, now we're live. Okay. Facebook is working. Instagram is working. Let's do the things. Let's do the things. So welcome all. Um, we've got day two of the Money Mindset Masterclass today and I'm so want to be so conscious of time today. So really there's so much I want to share with you. Um, today we're going to be tackling limiting beliefs around money and success. So what we're going to be doing today is some really powerful um, perspective shifting, some really powerful reframing exercises to help you turn the beliefs that you currently hold that can be quite limiting, can be quite restrictive, can have that real like scarcity feeling and trying to turn those into more positive beliefs around money that will actually like end up supporting your financial goals instead of hindering them and keeping you blocked. So the first thing you need to do is remember that you are a lot more capable than you think. You're so much more capable and so much more amazing than we realize. Like that's the thing I, I really want to leave this world with women feeling as badass as I know that they are and really understanding how powerful they are. So you are capable of achieving absolutely anything that you desire. And then the other point to that is like, if you have that desire inside you, it's there for a reason. It's there for a reason. There is no point like universally, logically, scientifically, whatever you want to say, there is no benefit if universe, God, angels, Beyonce, whatever the fuck you want to pray to, puts this desire in your heart to be a business owner or puts this deep desire in you to help other women or puts this deep desire in you to be a wonderful nurturing mum. There's no point at putting that desire in you for no reason if that's not something that's meant to be a part of your path, right? So that's the first thing. Like, let's just call awareness and give yourself permission to want the stuff that you want, right? Because it's there for a reason. You wouldn't have this desire inside of you if it wasn't actually something that was meant for you because that doesn't make any logical sense why would you have this desire inside you for no reason? It's there for a reason. It's there because it's yours. So let's just own it, right? Let's just own it. Let's just unapologetically own the desires that we have and know that we have them for a reason. We have them because they're part of our journey. We have them because they are our destiny, right? Cool. Awesome. We've nailed that down. So let's talk about identifying and reframing limiting beliefs. So limiting beliefs are the negative beliefs that hold you back from achieving your full potential. So what type of stuff comes back when we talk about feeling blocked? If we talk about in terms of blocked with money, success, whatever it is, what type of things actually come up for you? Where do you feel blocked and stuck? Let's, let's dive into that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I need that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a lot of this can stem from feelings like I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not confident enough. Um, only really smart people are good with money. You have to be born into wealth. <laughs> you know, rich people are good and evil. There's so many limiting beliefs that hold you back. These beliefs can be related to money, success, it can be related to lots of other areas of life. Like a lot of people find lots of this stuff pops up in relationships. Like a lot of this stuff, a lot of the stuff we do around your relationship with money 
translates over to actual real life relationships in your life. A lot of the stuff we do around your relationship with money translates into your relationship with food and with your body. Mm hmm. The whole podcast episode, I'm pretty sure it's called um, uh, budgets and binging or diets and budgets, something like that in my podcast schedule, which if, you, if that's just like hit a light bulb in your head, you're like diets, restrictive budgeting, got some issues there. Um, go and check out that podcast episode. That'd be really helpful. Sorry, once again, like yesterday, I've just realized I completely forgot to put half my makeup on. So we're doing that quick because <laughs> she's a messy bitch. But she's magic. Okay. Now I've got lip gloss on. It's not so much Instagram. Instagram, I've got a lovely little filter on. It's Facebook that I'm just like, oh God, they can see the things. <laughs> see, see the things. Um, if anyone's watching Facebook, could you just let me know if it's working and you can see and hear everything right? I just don't want to assume it's all doing the right thing if it's not. Okay. Limiting beliefs around money. Even though we know it can ripple out to other areas of the life, other areas of your life. And oh my God, I do not have time today to go into all of that. But I want to help you with the money side of things as much as I can, right? Because I've literally written two books on this. So it's obviously a much broader topic than a half an hour Instagram live or Facebook live. That's why I'm spending five days with you guys. And that's still like the tip of the iceberg. But some commenting, some common, what did I just say? I tried to say common and limiting together. Some common limiting beliefs related to money and success include things like, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve success. Money is hard. Or to make more money, it's going to take more hard work. Or, you know, I have to work really hard to get money. And all of these are lies, right? Lies, blatant lies, <laughs> propaganda. But to identify your limiting beliefs, what you need to do is call awareness to your thoughts and your feelings and when you get really triggered around money, right? So when you spend money, what pops up in your head? When you're saving money, what pops up in your head? When you pay a bill, what pops up in your head? When you look at your bank accounts, what pops up in your head? When a family member asks you, how are you coping with these interest rates? What pops up in your head, right? To identify limiting beliefs, we think it's this complicated thing where I've got to sit down with a journal and I've got to put on this uh, this um, abundance frequency playlist and I've got to deep subconsciously dive into hypnosing myself back into my inner seven-year-old to discover my limiting beliefs around money. And it's just not that complicated. I mean, I know some people would like you to believe that it's that complicated, but it really comes back to just being aware. And when that thought pops up, when that negative limiting belief around money, like that first time um, your kids say, oh my God, mom, can we go to bounce again on the school holidays? And you're like, stop it, we can't afford it. And you go, and you call awareness to that thought. And you think, where is that coming from? Because you technically do have money for it. I'm saying we can't afford it. I'm feeling really triggered by the fact we've spent so much money on the school holidays. Where is this coming from? Back into it. Oh, yeah. Every time we spend a lot of money in the school holidays as a child, my mum would spend money. We'd have a great time. And then she would go into this restriction, the scarcity mode. We need to save again. Life isn't always like this. In the real world, you can't spend this much money. Your kids cost me everything. I'm, I'm not saying this, by the way, is my, you know, exact, I'm giving you an example. But it's that, like, 
restrictive cycle. You become aware of the thought and then you can take a deep, big, deep breath and say to your kids, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. The fact is we have a different priorities for our money this week. Let's look at going to bounce another time, maybe the next school holidays. So, you know, like it's awareness though. You didn't have to have that thought and go, oh my God, I need to put the whole world on hold. I need to go put a rose quartz at my butthole and sit on the moon, um, <laughs> sit on a mountain in the moonlight at a 45 degree angle and meditate on my limiting beliefs. You can just call awareness to it. You can think about it and you can go, all right, where is this coming from? Where do I need to shift it? Right? So for example, <laughs> what you've got to do here, this is, I'm trying to summarize it for you guys, is you want to be able to identify your limiting beliefs. What you need to do here is pay attention to your thoughts and feelings around money as they pop up. What do you feel about money? What do you feel about success? What do you feel about wealthy women? What do you really feel about that mum driving the Range Rover? Whatever it is, you want to notice when you have the negative thoughts or feelings and you want to try to just dig a little deeper. You want to identify what is the underlying belief? Where has this thought come from? Where is this judgment coming from? You know, you go to the gym and you pull up in whatever Subaru you've got and the mum pulls up next to you. She's like head to toe, Lululemon. She's got the Stanley Cup and she's driving a Range Rover. And your thought, I mean, it goes, this fucking bitch. And it's not making yourself feel bad about feeling that. It's going, okay, that's really fascinating. Where does that come from? Because I don't know anything about this woman. I've never met her. She'd be the nicest, most charitable, like your future best friend. But you've instantly got this limiting belief. You've instantly got this trigger. Calling awareness to him and be like, that's really fascinating that I thought that. Where does that come from? And the reason why I want you to use the language around like, I'm going to get curious about this thought or I'm going to feel fascinated by this thought is because then we're not going to judge ourselves for having the thought. What happens in the world of manifestation, in the world of like toxic positivity, is it very much turns into this, if you have a bad thought, you're a piece of shit human and you'll never be able to manifest anything because you have to be positive vibes only all the time. And we know that's a lie, like blatant lie, because you're a human being with feelings and emotions and you need to learn how to process them and accept them. And you can't do that if you're just like pushing them down all the time. So that's why the language of like, oh, I'm really fascinated about what I just said or what I just thought is so important rather than that thing of like, oh, I shouldn't have thought that, right? I don't feel like people talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> notice when you have the negative thoughts or feelings and you want to try and identify like, where is this coming from? Why don't you can kind of like figure out what's the underlying thing? What am I actually feeling? I'm calling this woman a bitch, but what is it? It's actually deep insecurity about the fact I'm not further ahead in my life than I thought I would be. Or I feel like if she has it, I can't have it. Or I feel like she's high maintenance and a bitch because I have this subjective, like this projection that women with money came to it by marrying into it instead of working hard for it themselves, whatever it is. So, and then you want to create like, create a switch. And the thing is, all of this, when you start this work can take a little bit of time. The women who are doing my abundant as fuck program, when they start this work, you know, we're usually talking like some a thought comes up and it usually takes them a couple of days of digging into it. And then they share with the group and then we kind of like processing it together. And it can take, you know, maybe four or five days, even up to a week to kind of like work through this stuff, sometimes even longer. And then by the end of the program, 
This is kind of happening within a couple of minutes. Oh, belief pops up. Where has that come from? Oh, that's really interesting. Dive deeper into that. I'm going to message Shona and let her know the, like, the massive moment I've just had. <laughs> right? It happens a lot faster. For me now, this process happens within like 30 seconds. I can go through it really quickly. Right? So if you believe that money is hard to come by, you can reframe that belief. You can choose again. Like I acknowledge that that is my default setting. I acknowledge that that is my inner broke bitch speaking. And I'm now going to choose differently. I'm going to choose a new path. I'm going to choose a more positive thought to write the next chapter for me. So if you believe that making money is hard or hard to come by, you can reframe that belief into like, I choose to believe that money gets to flow to me easily. I choose to be surprised by money miracles. I choose to believe that money wants to be in my life and it gets to, you know, be, it gets to be easy. Right. So reframing your limiting belief into positive affirmations to a new, more positive belief. That's when you can start to shift your mindset towards more positive and abundant perspective. And it feels almost too simple. It feels almost too simple. I know there's a lot of people that come out and they're like, yeah, but what exactly do I need to do? And, and what exactly do I need to wear or say or do? Who do I need to be? What do I need to do on a new moon? And I'm like, you can do all that. You can do all that, but it's actually like, let's stop overcomplicating it. It's actually incredibly easy. You believe that money is hard. Whenever that thought pops up, take a breath, choose to be curious about the thought and then reframe that limiting thought into one that's more abundant. So that money flows to me easily and abundantly. And you feel like a dickhead the first time you do it. You do, like, let's not. <laughs> you can feel like a Ruwanka. But then you do it once and then you do it twice and then you do it six times and then six months in, you're like, holy shit, this works. I do actually feel like money gets to be easy and flows to me. It, it changes that programming, that default setting inside you, right? By reframing your limiting beliefs, you can change that subconscious programming. It takes time. It's not some magic but I lit this candle and I said these words and magically I'll never worry about money again. It takes time and consistency and awareness, which is all the not sexy stuff that people don't want to talk about, but that's what it actually takes to heal and do this work. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk more about positive affirmations. How do you guys feel about affirmations? Because I feel like you're either the person who's like, I love affirmations. I use them every day or you're like, they're for idiots. And I feel like a dickhead doing it. And I'm sure it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I feel like it's either one or those. It's either, you know, one or the other. Mm. I just realized every time I take a sip of coffee, my filter flicks off on Instagram. So that's going to be fun. Um, but positive affirmations have been the biggest game changer for me over the last five years. It has been the most massive way that myself and my clients have been able to support financial success, have been able to create an abundant mindset. So positive affirmations are statements that you repeat to yourself, statements or mantras to reinforce positive beliefs and attitudes. And you do, you feel like a wanker when you start it. And you're just like, this is, this is a lie. This isn't right, but that's okay. Because I have a trick for that. If you're feeling really like, 
Shona told me to stand in the mirror and do affirmations, but I feel like a dickhead and there's no way this can work and everyone's just lying. And I'm like, no, <laughs> the reason the most successful people in the world believe and use these is because they do work if you can get over feeling like a wanker doing it. So positive affirmations are statements and mantras that you repeat to yourself to reinforce positive beliefs and attitudes. And it's the repetition by repeating positive affirmations that are related specifically to money and success this is when you start to really shift your mindset and you start to also shift that subconscious programming toward a more positive and empowered perspective right so you guys know if you're part of my world at all you know that affirmations are a big part of everything for me so actually i want to show you something give me two seconds i want to show you because this is the giveaway for today by the way I only recently cleaned my office out um, and actually put these away in the storeroom with all my other stock stuff. So that's why they weren't floating around on my desk. But this is an affirmation card deck. This is something I put together like five years ago. Um, and I would gift these to all of the women who join my elite membership. There's a, I think it's a 50 card deck with affirmations like, I deserve to be paid well for my time, effort, and ideas. So there's an affirmation card deck that I made for myself to use and then use as a gift for my clients. I've recently, like November last year, turned this into a 365 affirmation SMS service. So affirmations work. They are a core part of my business. You can access my affirmations through daily SMS texts that are specific, 365 affirmations. I'm not trying to sell this on you. I'm just saying it works. If there's someone like me with this big successful company uses affirmations every single day. If my top clients, like my high level clients use affirmations every single day, do you think they might work, <laughs> right? If you want to be successful, do what the successful people are doing. We're using affirmations because we know they work. It's, it's a tool and a strategy to work on that reprogramming of your default setting. Jo, Joanne, I'm a bit of both with affirmations. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I know they work, but I feel like a dickhead doing them, right? Okay, so some examples of positive affirmations related to money and success specifically could be that of like, I am worthy of financial abundance. And that you might not feel worthy of financial abundance yet. And the first day you stand in front of the mirror, or the first day you do a a card pull and pull a card that says I'm worthy of financial abundance you're going to be like yeah but I don't feel like it but if you say that every day the first week you're going to feel like a little bit more worthy and the first month you're going to feel more worthy and then in six months time you look back and it's like I am worthy of financial abundance right it's the repetition and the consistency that builds your confidence and that feeling relates to real world situations where you see more opportunities for abundance, where you feel more confident in conversations for abundance, and it actually translates to more money in your bank account, right? So I'm worthy of financial abundance. I am capable of achieving my goals. I trust that the universe will provide for me. You repeat these affirmations to yourself daily, either in your mind or out loud. You can start in your mind if you feel like it's a wanker out loud things will shift for you there's a reason every single day of this course has a journal prompt and an affirmation to go with it there is a reason that today the giveaway for today is the abundance card deck 
50 abundance affirmation cards sent to you from me. I only have a handful of these left. Actually, I think there's about three decks left. So I'm giving away one today and then these are never available again um, because now there's the SMS service. But uh, the card deck, by the way, the way to win this card deck is simply to share a story on Instagram or Facebook of the training, of what you got out of the training, of you watching the training, a screenshot of the training, whatever it is, tag sexy selfish in it. Um, at sexy underscore selfish so it gets tagged on our Facebook and Instagram pages and then we draw a winner every day um, and there was only one person who posted and tagged us yesterday so Caitlin, Caitlin won three days of private boxer coaching with me so your chances of winning this are pretty high <laughs> so get on share a screenshot of the recording of the replay, you've got 24 hours to get something up, tag us and you could be the person getting sent one of these from me, anyway Let's keep talking about affirmations. So by using positive affirmations to support financial success, what happens is you cultivate a more positive and empowering mindset. And that mindset translates into your decisions. It translates into your behaviors. It translates into your confidence. It translates into the way that you show up and actually manage your money. Right? So what this does, I'm not like it's the magic pill for everything because it's not, but then I'm also like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Because this is the one thing I've consistently done every single day for the last five years. I've got affirmations up all around my home. It's next to my coffee machine. They're in the toilets. They're in the bathroom where you wash your hands. It's on the microwave. Like this is just something that I've always done. So if you look back over the last five years of my life statistically and they've been like, what's the consistent thing she's done every day to go from can't afford toilet paper, crying in her car with breast milk leaking through her top to an abundant multi six figure multi passionate entrepreneur helping thousands of women around the globe, that would be the one daily consistent activity, right? So what have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? <laughs> okay, so then the next thing who feels like a wanker when they do affirmations when you like saying it, but it feels like a lie. And you just can't get past that feeling of it not being true yet. And it's like, you're standing in front of the mirror and be like, Oh, I'm a millionaire. Um, I have so much confidence with money and your internal dialogue is like, bitch, you're lying. <laughs> That's not true. You've got $2.75 to your name. You're not a millionaire. Stop fucking with yourself, right? Who feels like that when it comes to affirmations, right? So I have a trick for this. I have a trick for this um, and it helps a lot of my clients who are at this place with it where they're like I can't do affirmations because I feel so silly this is called bridging affirmations right and this is the difference between saying like I'm a millionaire when you've got $2.75 in your business account and it feels like a lie <laughs> and your brain just can't it's like, I'm saying I'm a millionaire, but I don't feel like a millionaire. And yes, you could just say you're a millionaire for six months and eventually you might start being more confident saying it. Eventually you might stop feeling like a bit of a wanker. Eventually your bank account might increase, but there's a way to do it that's easier and more authentic and that's called bridging affirmations. So if you're going from like knowing you're in shit tons of debt, you're completely broke, you've got $2.75, you can't even afford milk because um, milk's like four or five bucks. <laughs> can't even afford milk. And someone told you to do abundance affirmations and they've told you to say, I'm a money making badass. And so you've got no money, completely in debt up to your eyeballs, terrified. You stand in front of the mirror and go, 
I'm a money-making badass. The energy around that completely, like, trashes the positive energy of the manifesto, like, of the affirmation. So can you say something instead that's like a little step towards that affirmation? Like, you're broke and you want to believe you're a money-making badass. There's a big gap between those two things. So what if instead of that affirmation, you could say, I'm broke right now. (laughs) You don't affirm that, but you're thinking... I'm open to learning about money. I believe that I can improve my confidence with money. I believe that I'm going to learn how to manifest money. I'm open to learning more about money. Every day I'm building my confidence with money. How much better does that feel? Because it's more real. It's more belief. It's an affirmation that you can get behind the energy of that in your body and in your mind will feel completely different to standing in front of the the mirror and blatantly lying to yourself, feeling delusional, saying, I'm a money-making badass, when you actually have no clue how to make make or manage money, no confidence with money. So just standing in front of the mirror and like, what's the bridge? One side of the bridge, other side of the bank of the river. We want to create a bridging affirmation between those two things. We just want to take a step. So instead of going, I'm a money-making badass when you're completely broke, can you just say, I'm open to learning more about money. I'm curious about learning more about my money mindset. I am open to the fact that money could be easy for me. So bridging affirmations are very, very powerful. Um, And so, yeah, that's what I want to share with you guys today. If the affirmation itself feels too much, too much of a stretch, too much of like a lie, Try a bridging affirmation. Just try taking one step towards it because it might be like you feel so bad with money. What if I'm open to learning about money? And then what if in a few weeks you change that that affirmation to every day I'm building my confidence with money to then every day I'm learning new things about money. Every day I'm feeling more abundant. I'm learning so much about money. My confidence is building with money. Eventually you will get to a point where you stand in front of the mirror and say, I'm a money-making badass and it's real and the energy is real and exciting and expansive and that's when it works. Ta-da, should that be the mic drop moment? I've got more I want to say, but I feel like I could just like mic drop and leave it there (laughs) and you'll you'll get so much out of that. Yeah, does that make sense? Bridging affirmations? Joanne, love it. Yes, it's it's a very, very powerful exercise. Once again, that I feel like is not talked about enough. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about strategies for staying motivated and committed when doing money mindset work. So achieving financial success as a woman in business does require motivation and commitment. We all know motivation is a lie because you create your own motivation. It's not some magical thing that floats on by and you catch it with a butterfly net. We create our own motivation and we do that through commitment and consistency. So to stay motivated and committed, it's important that you set clear goals and you want to have a plan for achieving them. I'm not talking about like a stranglehold on your plan. You know, when you're like, I'm going to have a hundred K year, this is exactly how many headbands I need to sell and exactly how many earrings and I need to do 22 markets in it. You know what I mean? Each market, I need to sell 34 items. You don't need to choke hold the universe, but you do need to know where you're going, right? It's like saying, I'm just going to go for a drive. We, my family, we do this all the time in context. We do this all the time. 
it's like, you know, a Sunday afternoon and the weather's not great and the kids are inside and everyone's fighting, everyone's just fighting, everyone's just fighting and it's so loud and it's so noisy and I feel like I'm just going to cry for no reason. I need to get out the house and we just get in the car. It's like, we'll go to a park or something, but the three-year-old falls asleep in about two minutes before we've even left the driveway because he doesn't need naps anymore, but he clearly does. And so we just go for a drive and we don't know where we're going. We often do this thing where we let the kids pick left or right. Every intersection, we let, who's going to pick which? And we just, we go whatever way because we're just getting out the house. We're going for a drive. We're going on an adventure, seeing what we can find. There's a big difference between that. And I feel like that's what a lot of you are doing with your money. A lot of women are doing with money. <laughs> He's taking this like, where shall we go today? Adventure time. And saying, I'm going to go to Perth. I'm in Adelaide. I'm going to go to Perth. But also it's a lot easier if you just like, okay, I'm going to genuinely get in my car and just drive west ish and at some point i might get to perth versus putting it in the gps and say and mapping the route from adelaide to perth is a lot easier isn't it like you wouldn't just get in your car with no fuel no support a dead phone battery and just be like i'm gonna drive to perth and end up stuck on the uh, back road somewhere and, and wolf creek style you're gone you would have a gps you would have a phone battery you would have, like you would prepare you would know where you're going and you'd reverse engineer what you needed to get there. Do the same thing with your money, right? You set a goal and then you break that goal down into smaller, manageable steps. And then you also need to learn how to celebrate every milestone along the way. I feel like something we're very good at as women is just being like, okay, next. Okay, next. Okay, next. Right? I, every time I achieve something in my business, I'm like, oh, I had 20,000 downloads on the podcast. Okay, next. I've launched my third book, which I haven't even launched properly, but it's selling. So I'm like, mm, it's selling. Okay, next. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And we forget to celebrate and realize how far we've come. So while you're breaking those goals down into smaller chunks, how are you going to celebrate? Are you going to trust yourself? How are you going to acknowledge the amazing work that you've done? Right? And then the other element, sorry, I'm the coffee. I talk too fast. On these, I talk too fast because I'm hyper aware that there is so much I want to share with the world and so many ways I want to help people and I have limited time. <laughs> and so I'm just a million miles an hour trying to make sure I get as much value packed into this under an hour because I told myself I would, these would be half an hour. They're clearly not, but if I feel like I keep it under an hour, I'm gold star for me, right? So when you're doing this work, it's important to actually stay accountable to yourself and to others. And it's about sharing your goals and your progress with the right people, with the right people. <laughs> I just had a whole podcast episode drop this week on finding your expanders, um, which is a great, like it's a great podcast. Once again, I haven't promoted it enough because I've been doing this masterclass, which has been the focus of promotion, but I feel like everyone should go and listen to this particular episode all about consistency and expanders. You wanna find your expanders. Because your goal, when your little baby goal, which is maybe to have your first 10K month, maybe it's to have a 50K month, maybe it's to have a 100K month, and you go and share that goal with someone who is not your cheerleader, with someone who does not understand, with someone who's trying to protect you and provide for you, chances are they're going to shit all on your goal. And then you're going to feel differently about your goal than you originally did. Now, I have... Um, pathological demand avoidance. <laughs> so basically for me, if someone tells me I can't do it, 
I'm like, fucking watch me. And my basically my entire business is built on the things people said I couldn't do. Like, you'll never be a writer because you're horrible at grammar. I'm like, two best-selling books, bitch. Prove that English teacher wrong. You know, but I have pathological demand avoidance. So I can use telling people my goals and they're telling me I can't do it to my advantage. I know that actually motivates me. But for like every other woman in the world who doesn't have diagnosed pathological demand avoidance, you want to guard your goal with your life. You want to tell your goal to the people who are going to get it. When you're very, very new to this work and you're just stepping into this space, you want to protect that little baby goal. It's like, like you know, when you're trying to start a fire and you just get one little ember and you're like, or the birthday candles <laughs> on an outdoor kids party. You're like trying to protect the flame and like go it and keep it going and blow it and don't let anyone else get too close and don't let the wind blow it. You want to do that with your goals, right? So don't go sharing it with your husband if he's the most miserable prick ever and doesn't believe in you. And we know that that's actually his secret way of providing and protecting. Um, often they do it in a fucked up way. But don't go and tell him. If you've got a friend who's constantly jealous of you and loves to like make passive aggressive comments, don't go tell her about your business goal when she doesn't have a business. And you're going to go tell her you're going to set this goal to have a 50k month. She's not going to get it. She's going to shit all over your dreams, right? So you want to share your goals with a trusted friend, mentor, or support group, right? You've got to really choose who you're sharing your goal with. You want to share that goal, that little baby flame that we're trying to keep alive with people who are going to help you with the kindling who are people who are going to say, you have fucking got this, babe, when you feel like you don't. So you want to surround yourself with positive people, with supportive people who believe in your vision for your financial future. So get a financial planner. I have two amazing financial planners. Um, you want to surround yourself with other women in business. I have the most amazing group of soul sisters. And some of us are in business, some of us aren't. Oh my God, I thought someone's knocking the door. It's just the dishwasher, loud dishwasher. Um, and you want to share your wins and share your struggles with the women who get it, right? And then you want to stay focused. Why do you want to achieve financial success? Why do you want more money? What's your bigger purpose and vision? When you keep your why in mind, that can help you stay motivated and committed when things get tough, right? The why is the foundation, my why every single day for getting up and doing this work is the fact that I want women and mums to heal their relationship with money in this, this generation so we don't keep passing on toxic, fucked up shit to the next generation. We have so much power to heal, heal this now in this moment. So when I have a month where book sales are a bit low, when I have a really shitty client who makes me question everything, that why still keeps me moving forward, right? So what is your why? The why helps you stay committed and motivated even when things get really, really tough. What is your why? Bonus points, bonus entries to the giveaway today. You tell me your why. <laughs> Melissa, oh yes, it's so true. I always find it's the other women in business who actually support you and truly get it and cheer you on. Yes, you need, you need to find your community that will hold you 
that are at the space you're at or even as I speak about in this episode of the podcast that are actually like a couple of levels above you. I've just recently joined another mentorship program and all the women in I'm like the small fry, which is a really different experience for me because I'm usually the big fry in these groups. I'm usually the one coming into groups to train other women. And I've really taken a risk, like not a risk, but I've really invested in myself here. Join this container where I am like the smallest of small fries. It's humbling and expansive and amazing. And it's just fucking incredible. So, sorry, I'm going to stand up for a sec. Um, I have funny hips. I was born with dislocated hips and I can, I can stand, I can sit for a little while, but often I need to, I need to shake it. Can you still see me on Facebook or is my face too high? My face is too high. Cut myself off of the nose. Yeah, but you want to find women in business. You need a safe space that isn't your clients, isn't your friends and family, and isn't your husband to have these conversations, to be fully you. And I feel like it's important to note as well that you need a community and a space where you're not prospecting. You're not looking for clients. You're not looking there for like to create more income from that group. You need a group that is just a group to support you, a group to learn from, a group to say, I've had a really shitty day. How do I navigate this and not be worried? Like, what if the people in this group, in this community see me differently? You know what I mean? Okay. What did I have for you for homework? Okay. Homework. Sorry, my coffee and my rhythms just kicked in all at once. Makes me like really hot. <laughs> oh, okay. And my hips are hurting at the same time. So let's do, we're going to go do some yoga after this. So homework for today, journaling prompt. What limiting beliefs do I hold about money and success, which is similar to the journaling prompt for yesterday, but then actually asking yourself, how can I reframe these beliefs into positive affirmations? What we actually do in Abundant as Fuck, which is my six part money mindset course, is we actually list every single limiting thought we have about money. We list them all on half a page, like a four page, line down the middle, all of the shitty things we think about money. And then we actually create like a 180 affirmation or a bridging affirmation for all of those. And that becomes like our roadmap to our next level of success. So journaling on that, you want to take time to reflect on those limiting beliefs related to money. And like, even maybe put this list on the fridge, <laughs> put this list up in your ensuite or your bathroom. And as we do this work as more limiting beliefs start to pop up and you start to notice more things and get triggered about things, go and add them to your list, add it to the list, create the 180 response, right? So for example, if you believe that money's hard to come by, you could reframe that to the money flows easily and abundantly. Ta-da. Today's affirmation for homework. And like I said, homework is also to share a photo of you watching this, of you joining the workshop, a screenshot of it, feedback from it, whatever the fuck you want to do, share it on stories to Instagram or Facebook, tag sexy selfish in it. And I'll be posting affirmation card deck. Maybe one. We'll see how many entries we get. Um, a full affirmation card deck. Very, very, very limited edition out to someone. Um, affirmation for today. Ritalin rush. Okay. So affirmation for today is to repeat this. All right. Let's take a minute. We're going to calm down. You're going to take a deep breath. Whew. All right. Affirmation for today. Hand on heart, eyes closed, and just sink into what I'm about to say. I release all limiting beliefs 
about money and success. I am capable of achieving anything I desire. Again, for the cheap seats right at the back, I release all limiting beliefs about money and success. I am capable of achieving anything I desire. Oof, there we go. Okay, so you've got homework, you've got an affirmation for today. You're going to share your screenshots, stories, share this challenge if you believe that you're getting value out of it and you want to share this with other women so we can impact more women around the globe. Um, and yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be epic. Tomorrow's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, if anyone has any questions, please comment in the chats or in the comments for each of these lives that we want on Facebook, one on YouTube and one on Instagram. If there's anything particular that you want me to touch on over the next, what have we got? Three days left of this challenge. Please let me know. Um, I obviously have a framework that what I want to speak about with you all, but if there's other stuff that you want to make sure I cover, please let me know that as well. And I hope you all have an amazing day. Bye.